Hey, everybody. The R&R Show is brought to you by Fun Again Games. And guess what, Ruel? We have a sponsor. We have a sponsor. Oh, my gosh. This is so great. I am so happy. This is a big episode number four. We'll be giving away another copy of Origins. We will be starting a new uh, uh, contest as well. We'll be doing a new top 10, which is one I've never done before. It's really far out. I'm very much looking forward to it. And most importantly, you're getting paid, my friend. Hooray! Yes. <laughs> I'm always a big fan of getting paid. So thanks to uh, Fun Again Games for the sponsorship today. So happy to be here. And, you know, whenever I hear the, the peppy music of our intro, it always puts me in the perfect mood to talk games, my friend. Really? Okay. It, it well. does. It's, it's nice and peppy, and I'm ready to go. I'm excited to ask you first, what is in front of you today? This game right here, you would like to know yes. about? Sure. I would like, love to know about it. Is Verdant. Uh, let me go on ahead and give you the overhead view. Um, this, uh, well, this is insane. There is a design super team working on this game. Imagine, if you will, the designer of Calico teamed up with his co-designer from Overboss. And then the two of them teamed up with the triple threat designers of Point Salad and Truffle Shuffle and put together an incredible card drafting tableau building game all about getting all kinds of plants, taking really good care of them, while also decorating your apartment with kitty cats and dogs and furniture and whatnot. That is what Verdant is. It's oh incredible. Um, it yes. Beautiful. Uh, it, it is a great looking game. This is the end of a game Jen and I had just played, and I wanted to play it one more time before I film it, because after I film it, it's going in the mail to you. Uh, oh, because right. you're yes. yes, yes, you will be covering it uh, when it goes live on Kickstarter next month. I'll be doing a run through, but then at yep. some point you'll be showing up and walking people through it as well. Yep. So, and I'll be doing uh, that live, just like we are live right now. Uh, yep. Thanks to all of us, everyone in chat. I mean, I'm again, I'm always blown away by your international, the international audience here at R and R. We got Canada, we've got Europe, we've got the U.S. Oh, everyone's everyone's showing up. This is so great. Thank you, friends, for hanging out with us today. Um, I was going to ask yes, you another hi. thing. What was it? Yeah, I, I don't was, know. I, I forgot. To, I, you know, I just my mind just went blank. That that happens uh, sometimes. Well, hopefully, um, that'll but, be your only goof in this episode. Um, that, that, yeah, that's it. That's the beauty of live streaming. I make one goof per episode, and that is it. So we're done yeah. with that. Uh, let's move on to talking about the contest that we were just um, discussing. Okay, sure, uh, we're sure, gonna sure. Give it away. Origins. All right. Yes, yes, yes. Origins. Um, we I've gotten I've tallied all of the entries about as of a half an hour ago. Sorry, folks. If you would like to enter to win a copy of Origins, that ship has sailed. Let's go on ahead. Um, I've got I think I've got the wheel of names queued up. Are you ready to go with it? There it is. Yes, you are. Oh, there is one wheel of names. Let's click it and see who wins. Serbia luck, is in the house. Hello, wow, Marin. Nice. Latin America, Germany. Germany, right. Felicitas. Awesome. And the winner is Brendan. Brendan. Brendan we don't know. Uh, we don't Min know yet. Brendan X, mystery Brendan, Mr. <laughs> Brendan, um, if you're nasty. And uh, don't worry, Brendan, whoever you are, I have your actual full email address, and I'm not going to display that publicly, but congratulations. I'll be reaching out to you later today um, to get your details so that um, you can get that copy of Origins coming your way shortly. 
Whew, all did right. anyone else get that reference? I totally got that reference. Did you, uh, Brendan? If you're nasty, that is a great reference. I was wondering if anybody would pick up on it. Uh, I'm, I'm waiting for chat to say I, don't, I haven't seen anything in chat, so maybe you and I are probably the only ones on Earth that just got that reference. Uh, we friend. are of a certain age. <laughs> we grew up in a different time than a, probably a sizable portion of our audience when it boils right down to it. Oh, there we yes. go. Board game fangirl knows what we're talking about. Right on, about. board game fangirl. They got it. Awesome. Love it. Cool. All right. Well, okay. so that was last week's contest. We have a new contest we're going to be running this week. And um since our sponsor this week is fun again games they have decided to um pony up the uh the uh the contest uh reward is a 50 dollars gift certificate uh wow. so one lucky winner will get 50 dollars to spend however they want at fun again games and to enter you're gonna have to send an email to contest at rotto.com and in the subject header of the contest uh, email, uh, you will have to put a secret word, you know, in, in the subject. You can put whatever you want in the email, pictures, well wishes. Oh, well, I wish you could see them all. I get so many well wishes. So many people are absolutely loving the show. Uh, they're, they're so happy to see you on the channel. It's, um, you know, a, a bright point in everybody's wake. It's awesome. But the important thing, folks, I mean, I appreciate all of that. But the important thing is the secret word goes into the subject title so that my little automatic filter will just stream it directly into the directory that keeps track of everything. Now, what's the secret word you're asking? We're not telling you right now because we'd like you to watch the show um, yes. <laughs> because we're all about getting those numbers up. So at some point during the show, one of us will drop a secret word. And if the other is paying attention, they will get mega kudos. But if um, whoever drops the secret word is able to slip it in undetected, and so far, um, Ruel has beaten me at this two out of two, uh, two out of three times. So yeah. I have to be on constant alert in case he drops the secret <laughs> word. He has to do it for me. Don't worry. When the secret word comes up, we will tell you what it is and remind you about the email address and all of that. But um, that's very, very cool. Uh, yeah, somebody, you know, and, Gabrielle is saying, I noticed that I am very blurry. I don't notice myself being very blurry. Oh, um, okay. Oh, yeah. Maybe that's an issue. Um, it was fine on my end. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm perhaps... yeah, uh, yeah. Look at that. I actually, I just went over and looked. I am underwater. Hopefully, I sound okay. This is a StreamYard issue because I'm looking at the StreamYard feed that only you and I see, and I look, yeah, crystal clear. Yeah. But, okay, um, you know what? Right when you said that, now it's blurry. But your audio is perfect. But now yeah, well, that's I'm... the important thing. Okay, audio's right. good. So weird. Okay, you know what I'm going to um, do? Just in case, I am going to. You know, I had all three of our feeds running in the background just so I can make sure they're going. Maybe it'll oh. make a difference if I if I kill those. But again, um, I mean, I, I, I don't know. I look fine. But you know what? It's okay, folks, because if I'm going to be blurry soon, I'll be in a very very tiny window because we're ready to do a top ten. Or if you're That's ready right. to go. Yeah, I am ready to go. Uh, just one quick uh, clarification of yes. uh, friends in chat were asking, is the contest giveaway worldwide? The contest giveaway is worldwide. Um, although, go, of course, you will. I mean, uh, the contest giveaway, actually, oh, I should have asked them. I'm not sure if the $50 counts only the, can only apply towards the games, but not the shipping. Or if uh, if you, it could go towards the shipping as well, and then you just get a smaller game. I am not 100% sure. Uh, boy, that would have been a smart question for me to ask ahead of time, but <laughs> well, it's no one ever accused me the... of being smart. 
it'll be part of the surprise. You're going to find out all about what you've won uh, when you win it. So that's, yep, yep, yep. that's I mean, part you of know, the surprise. I mean, friend. fun against ships worldwide. Uh, yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll have to find out about that. And, uh, you know, yeah. we, when, next episode, we'll know and we'll give the answer. And, uh, yeah, let's see. Am, yep. I, am I still okay. fuzzy? Am I still underwater? Yeah, let, let's with, ask. When uh, I, anyone... cleared up my, um, I cleared up my bandwidth as much as I could. Yeah. Hmm. Like on my end, it's okay, but we'll, we'll see you, what, yeah. uh, but I've been okay the whole time, uh, supposedly. Yeah. Let's see, I'm going to go back okay. to Twitch and take one more quick look before we start okay. our top 10. Um, cool. bah, bah, bah. Let's see. Nope, I am still lower than low itself, which is weird. Still so yeah, let's get into weird. a tiny window as fast as we can. Um, okay. So it won't be quite so obnoxious, and we'll have to find out about this after the fact because we are not going to ID yeah. this right now. Um, okay. Yeah, sorry about that, folks. But... um. Right, so our top 10 this week is the games we would buy right now. And it just seemed appropriate to do this because uh, you know, a board game retailer is our um, sponsor of the week, board game, uh, I'm sorry, um, uh, Fun Again Games. So Again games. what we did is both of us got on Fun Again Games last night, looked, uh, looked through the new releases and also their liquidation just for stuff that, hey, if I was putting my money on the table, here's what I would do. We both have five that we um, would like to talk about. We are going to do them in countdown format. The, two, the 10 that we are going to go over together will be the definitive games you should buy today. And I assume you're ready to pull up uh, the Fun Again website so we can go yeah. on ahead and walk people through our decisions, yes. right? We are good to go. And friends, get those wallets ready because here we go. This is from the We're going Fun shopping Again's. on your behalf. We are going yes. shopping. Yes, let's go shop. Uh, so here is the Fun Again game site. Again, thanks to our sponsor today. Let's get into what games we would buy right now as we're looking at the site. Uh, yes. Would you like to kick it off or should I kick it off? Um, I would have thought I was going to kick it off, but I just realized just now I don't actually have my list open, but it's okay. just one click away. I'm ready to go. Are okay, you ready? I will, I'll be the number 10 and uh, we'll go down from there. Okay. Ready? Let's rock then, and roll. Yep, um, let's do this. Search, or well, for Descent. Mm -hmm. Descent, nice. Yes. Um, yes. Which I know might be a bit of surprise for some people was Descent Legends of the Dark. Um, because you're thinking, well, hey, isn't this just like, a, you know, roll them bones like crazy, just go through dungeon after dungeon after dungeon? Yes, it is. And um, here's why I'm personally interested in this, why I would be, want, I, I do desperately want to play this game right now because this is the latest, this is the third big box game that publisher FFG has really worked on marriaging um, uh, analog gameplay and digital gameplay. They did it with um, Journey in Middle Earth and before that Mansions of Madness second edition and I was so impressed by the digital implementation of those games. I absolutely loved it and I want to see what they're doing in the new one. But it's not only that. I mean, this has got some of the best production of Dungeon Crawl I've ever seen. Go back to that last picture. It this box is full of three-dimensional um game of uh, uh environmental decorations, bookshelves, trees, but then the actual dungeon itself is multi-level and all of that. It's really, really cool. I don't know if you've ever played Legends of Andor, um, which has done this for years, having lots yes. of cool little things you put together. I love them in Andor. I suspect I would love them in here. And then the last thing, yes, it's a dice-rolly dungeon, um, but uh, the dice rolling seems a lot more interesting from what I've seen in this game because really, you're going to succeed. You roll the dice when you attack or when you defend, you are going to successfully hit stuff. It's just a question of how many bursts are you going to get, and you can spend in, um, what is it, uh, 
uh, exhaustion to get more bursts so that you can do special abilities. And this reminds me a lot of another great dungeon crawl from Stronghold Games a few years ago called... Um, uh, space Alert Away missions, which was a sadly mm. overlooked, wonderful little game that had this whole idea of, hey, the dice aren't about getting successes. You're going to succeed. You're going to hit what you want to hit. The dice are telling you how many cool bonus things will you get to do. And I love that idea as well. And then the last thing I've heard, this game has really phenomenal variety. This is not just dungeon after dungeon after dungeon, just kill everything you see. And um, so I would really, I mean, there is so much in this box uh, that I am well, it's my number 10 of the list, Descent, Legends yeah, of the Dark. Yeah, I, I am just as excited as you are. Again, just putting all together the little cardboard uh, things here. I mean, it looks amazing. And from what I've read, too, um, the app and, like, the other um, apps that they've uh, FFG has done, it takes a lot of the uh, the busy work out of it. You know, you're, it's doing a lot of bookkeeping for you as well, yeah. so it makes the yeah. game uh, flow even smoother. Yeah, this uh, – I am I am surprised you picked it. I nearly picked this one, so I'm, I'm really excited. Happily surprised that you picked this one. Excellent. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I I have to. I mean, it was so amazing to experience the other games. And I'm hoping this is the one that really sticks for me. I see Wade in the uh, chat is asking, but how is this different than the first Ascent? The number one thing, aside from updated, um, you know, uh, production values and all that, new stories and all that, is the fact that the original Descent was a one versus many. One player was the equivalent of a board game dungeon master, and the other players were trying to beat them. Here, the app takes on that role. And that's what I want to see. How are they pursuing that next? I'm really hoping... Uh, it seems like in this game, more than the previous two, the app really pays attention to what players are doing. Because you have to tell, oh, this player is attacking this particular monster, so the app can keep track of that. So maybe the monsters remember who fought them and stuff like that, which the other ones did not do. The other apps really had no idea what was happening on the board. Here, there's even more intera- um, interaction between the two. So I am very interested in that. Yes, that's oh, yeah, it looks so great. Want to welcome everyone from all of platforms. We've got Facebook happening, we've got Twitch happening, we've got YouTube happening. Thank you all. Thanks to Streamstream allowing you all to interact with each other uh, here on the stream. So appreciate y'all. Um, I, I did want to shout out Nane1982. They said, Descent, Rado, call an exorcist. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, totally understandable. But again, this would be my third time I've covered this kind of game because. I'm a former video game developer. I love the integration of the digital and the analog. And this is cutting, cutting, cutting edge. So I must have it, my precious. It is my precious. It's my number five. Descent Legends of the Dead. All right. And let's move on to my, as you can see, I'm typing in right here. All right. Game called. Yeah. What's your number nine? My number nine is Dark Ages. Yes. This is. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, talk about just a, a crazy package of games the emperor bundle it has uh the um heritage of Sh- uh, charlemagne and the holy roman empire uh package and this is the deluxe like deluxified awesome edition um mm-hmm. i'm really mm-hmm. it, i've never played this game but i'm super excited to check this out i would totally buy this day because of it's got it's a 4x game i love 4x games but it's done Do more you? of like a year yeah it's more it's but but here's the thing it's done more like a Euro game, right? It's got okay. Eurocentric mechanisms, um, okay. which right off the bat reminds me of Scythe. And Scythe is one of my all-time favorites, where you think it's going to be this big Ameritrash game, but then when you start playing, it's like, oh, okay, you've got a little engine building, you've got some Euro stuff, you've got resources, you need to convert resources to do other things. This is really interesting to me, too, because um, according to the, the site here, that it is a historically-based civilization-building game. So to get that like sort of history lesson while you're playing this big monstrous game oh my gosh it looks really really so this amazing. is 
not fantasy. This is, you know, hard history, but Forex yep. style with Euro mechanisms. And it looks like a, a metric boatload of actual content. Right. And I mean, look, I mean, you get the realistic resources and the metal coins. I mean, those things, my copy aside, I, I may have like upgraded mine, you know, after I bought the game. This one, this includes all that stuff there. I mean, it, it's crazy how much um, content you're getting in this. Um, the gameplay is one of four players, so it does have a solo mode, um, and it's okay. 120 to 180 minutes. So it's it's definitely something that it's going to take up the table. It's going to be on your table for a little while longer than like you know uh, a gateway game, obviously. But yeah, this one I really I would buy it today because you know my gaming group we're starting to meet together more regularly because number one everyone's vaccinated and we're everyone's been practicing you know uh, uh, social uh, distancing physical distancing but now we can actually get together and play games like this and this would be a huge hit with my my main gaming group um this wow. is dark dark ages what, what do you okay. think uh, Rod? you got, I, you got I thoughts think on this? it's interesting both of us put our two big ticket items at the yeah. bottom of our list because we are still consciousness at the end of the day. It's funny. Most of my other stuff is actually significantly cheaper than this. Um, but I just wanted to do that. I mean, and that's right. I remember I, you talking about how much you love Twilight Imperium. Now that I think about yes. it. Um, yeah. My, that's, that's my all time favorite game. Uh, Twilight. Really? Imperium. So, oh my gosh. Yeah. Wow. So this would be a, uh, you know, this is, this falls along those lines of, you know, big epic experience, but different in the fact that it's not space, you know, space stuff. Yeah, it's not a yeah, space yeah, opera. Yeah. This is like hard history. So I think that's why it really appealed to me. Plus, I mean, yeah, this is the type of thing. If I could buy it today, I, I definitely would because it's got metal, metal coins, realistic resources, tons of content. I mean, you're, you're set for a while with this yeah. one. As Wade points okay. out in the chat, I mean, yes. Well, I figure sides with all the expansions is also a very expensive proposition. This is a big box that, with a ton of stuff. Yeah. yeah. And that's what I thought about. Like, I thought about the like what I put in the side because I, I was an original Kickstarter. I bought this thing. I piecemealed it, you know, throughout the years. So I got the base game. I upgraded this. I got, upgraded that. And then I got the expansions. And, you know, by the time it was all said and done, it was pretty much the same price as what you're getting here. So... Uh, there it is. I think it's it's funny that we did do the same thing where we put our big ticket items uh, yeah. at the bottom of the list. And yeah, I, you will see mine as well. We, you'll see how it well, works yeah. out. My next one, uh, my number eight, is definitely a bit more cost conscious. Um, okay. It is Sub Astral. So, oh, yeah. Yes. From the design nice. duo of Pinchback and Riddle. I love these guys. It's funny. Every time anybody yes. mentions um, anything from them, they'll say, oh, you know, the designers of Fleet. And I'm sure they're like, we've done a lot of games since Fleet, and they're all really good. <laughs> and Subastral is the latest one um, from Renegade Games. And this is actually a sequel to another game the two of them did um, uh, called Stellar. Stellar, yes. And, and have you played Stellar? It is Stellar. Love Love Stellar. Yes. Right. Well, this is basically the same core idea, except now instead of watching the nighttime sky, we're building natural biomes on Earth. But you have a hand of cards on your turn. You're going to play one. That card has a number, one to six, which means it goes into depot one to, through six. When I put it down a three, that means, oh, it's right in the middle. I could take any of the car. I could pick any of the depots to the right and score those cards, or I could take any of the depots to the left and bring those cards into my hand so I have future options. And that's brilliant. It's simple, it's clean, it's elegant, but it leads to really hugely um, challenging decision-making. Because the other thing is when I put that three out there, after my turn's over, that's a card you can go grab. And maybe it's exactly what you need to finish your set collection. So Stellar was phenomenal. Sub Astral from the same um, team. I expect really, really great stuff as well. So that would yep. be my number eight that I yeah. must seek out. 
and uh, the Clyde man over there on Twitch uh, mentions that it's Beth Sobel art as well. Um, yes. You know, yep. You, you know, that's for me, it's almost an auto buy at that point. Um, it does remind me a little bit of Stellar that that whole like, you know, you're going to play a card, but you're giving your uh, opponent. What does that do it in Stellar? I forget. No, you take a card from in Stellar and then. Yeah. Anyways, um, yeah. it's got that tension, right? Of like, what are you going to play, and what are you giving your opponent to play? Exactly. Well? What, what are you putting out there for the future? Much yeah. like uh, you know, lost cities. But then when you play it, are you going to score some stuff? Because you will eventually run out of cards if you keep doing that. But maybe you're going right. to do it because those are the perfect cards to give me maximum score. And then I've just completely scuppered myself because now I've got an empty hand and I have to slowly refill it. It seems right. really sharp. And Stellar was so yeah. good, and Fleet is so good, and and again, um, you know, Matt and Ben have so many other great designs too, but. Um, <laughs> Uh, I, I mean, I've, and I've really enjoyed all of them, uh, including yeah. their latest release, Subastral. So what have yeah. you got and, for number seven? Oh, I'm sorry, go on. I was just going to say real quick, uh, Subastral, one thing I'm really looking forward to this game is, was Stellar is just a two-player only game and Subastral two to five players. So that's, that'll that's open true. up for, yes. you know, more, yes. more game groups. Yep, excited about that. Great choice. That, that was nice. Okay, so yeah, that, that's a lot more affordable uh, than uh, other games that are on our list. But I'm going to continue my list. So that was number... Uh, that was um, my was number eight, nine. so we're on to your number, number seven. Nine number seven is a game that's cheaper than the last one I did, but it's still up there it's called coffee traders this is really okay yeah 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 i yeah. i mean I, this are is you a big deal drinker? people are Rado, talking are you about this drink? game like crazy yeah are, are you a coffee drinker I, I forget um no i am not uh okay. I have to admit, i've always been kind of I'm, I'm, I, I really like the game cafe that came out a while ago it was also coffee okay. Normally i stay away from coffee themes but i'm um, yeah, yeah harvesting the beans getting them you know all the way to people's bellies i but i mean this is a big heavy super deep game from uh yeah capstone right capstone yes, correct capstone yeah, capstone games, brought says, this yeah. over um yep so it's two to five players uh, plays about two two and a half hours uh it's a heavier worker placement game um again this is what i'm thinking of when my main game group now that we're getting back into the flow of things this is the type of game that we can play together um you're you know you're cultivating and creating coffee beans or you're um making coffee basically and you're going to build plantations and structures and you know you're going to ship them out and what i the thing that i really like about this game that really caught my eyes that apparently you can piggyback actions of others right you can um someone takes an action you can take a form of that action again going back to the whole like twilight imperium um type of mechanism where you take the main strategy action someone can sort of piggyback right, right, paying, right, a, yeah. mm-hmm, mm-hmm. paying a slight cost and taking a like a like a, a different uh, like a weaker version of that action I, I always like that in games uh this one has it so you're going to try to fulfill contracts and you know supply uh, the coffee bars around the world with your thing your you know premium beans and yeah i'm looking forward it's got a little area majority as well to it which i i'm always a yeah. big fan of uh, and this this game, I'm really looking forward to um, checking it out at some point. It's actually it's got a little discount right now on Fun Again, folks. You can get it yeah. for uh, I think it's 17, almost 20 percent off. So yeah, that uh, is yeah. coffee traders. Um, yeah, uh, here's my here's why this didn't make my list because I've been hearing nothing about this. People are very very excited about. It. And again, Capstone Games they don't make mistakes. They bring yeah. out good games consistently. Um, but I kind of passed on it because up until literally this morning. Because I just went and checked while you were talking. Board Game Geek said this is a three to five player game. And then you said, oh, oh. wait, it's two to five. And it says it right here. And I just yeah. went back to Board Game Geek and somebody has updated it. The game is now for two players as well, which there I've been kind of ignoring the game up till now. <laughs> wow, that's that's interesting. I don't know. Maybe, I mean, it's maybe they continued development and added the second player option. I, I don't know, but that's great. Yeah. 
I don't know if anybody in the in the chat. I see Kabuki Kids here, and she knows everything. If anybody knows, oh, yeah. um, was it originally three and it's switched to two? I'm not quite sure. Um, ah, okay. Brant says there's uh, the rule book has a new two player variant. So apparently, ah. originally it was the three player minimum, and then um, the uh, developers realized, you know what, we're leaving a lot of money on the table if we can't get this playable for two. So. Um, yep. And the jury is still out, it sounds like, according to the chat, as to whether you should play it with higher player counts. Now, of course, that's what you want anyway, is to play it with right. your game group. Yeah. All yep. right. Yeah. So, okay. coffee traders. Uh, that is coffee a big traders. one. And yeah. um, now I, I do have to go look at it a bit more closely because I was not aware of the two-player. Okay. Yeah, I feel like that this was... is, like, now that it's two players, I feel like this is right in your, like, your wheelhouse. Oh, right? totally. You and play... totally. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. I w- I, this would have made my list if I, if I did not have that misunderstanding. All right. Awesome. So, we move on from your number seven, Coffee Traders, to my number six. And for folks who have just jumped in, by the way, one, sorry, I would go reboot my router right now. Something's gone technically wrong. I'm low res, but, you know, hopefully I still sound okay. And two, um, we're doing our top 10 games we would buy right now. And we're using our sponsor of the week, Fun Again Games, as our source material. So my number six, I saw a few people asking, what's going on here? What is happening? <laughs> All right, my number six, Ruel, start typing, roll okay. camera. And it's R-O-L-L. Yes. This is fantastic. I am so happy this is finally coming out. I actually covered it when it was on Kickstarter last year, and I fell so hard in love with this game. Um, it's It's a cooperative dice worker placement game. And just that right there really sets it apart from pretty much, I mean, who else does that? I mean, there are lots of dice worker placement games out there, but a co-op because we're all working together to make the best movie we can. And I I can think of few Euroe games that do a better job of really working the theme of what we're doing into the game. Uh, everybody has a hand of cards that are clever solutions to problem. Every round, new, literal, they're called problem cards and they're budget overruns and, um, uh, you know, stubborn stars and stuff like that. And so these events are building up that are slowing down our production. We are having to smartly play cards and use our dice worker placement because that represents our crew um, that we can, um, you know, solve the problems or ignore the problems because we got to put on a show. There's a Tetrisy tile-laying element of actually building the sets. There is the actual writing of the script. There is the picking of the scenes. Actually, if we win the game after we're done, we actually have a five-act movie, and the rules suggest that, hey, now, after you're done, what was the movie you just made? Um, it's <laughs> it's phenomenal. The, the thematic stuff here is so great, and it's a cooperative dice worker placement game. Incredibly thematic. Everybody has cool special powers, depending on whether the director or the costume designer it's um, and it has wonderful art. It has a really great presentation. Like I said, I fell hard in love with this game last year when I covered yeah. the prototype. I definitely want to play the real deal now. Uh, my number six, Roll yep. Camera, the filmmaking at, board game. Yes, and I love. Uh, someone mentioned in, in chat too that clapper box. That's such a nice touch. It's so Isn't clever. That right, I love that. Yes, and. Yeah. Um, Someone mentioned the expansion coming up uh, in October, was it? Yes, I believe uh, they will be doing an expansion. I don't really know much about it, but I am definitely, I've got my eyes out for that too. Yeah. Yeah. Super excited about that. Um, I I love the- Uh, Yeah. I'm sorry. One more thing. I love the game so much. So we're trying to make the best movie we can, but if things aren't going our way, we can actually pivot and try to make a movie so bad it's good. (laughs) That we can, instead of trying to get the quality to rise, we can try to tank it so we can make a Sharknado. Uh-huh. Yes, Sharknado or like Plan B from Outer Space. <laughs> yes, yep, yep, yep. Oh man, love it. That's okay. awesome. 
yeah, this one, like you said, I, I'm so curious because I, I don't, I can't think of a dice worker placement game that I played that was cooperative. It's always been competitive. Um, I mean, nothing comes off the top of my head right now, but yeah, unique theme, unique mechanism. Really looking forward to this one. Uh, that is Roll Camera, the filmmaking board game. Yeah. All right. So moving on, I've got a next one. Now this next one I've actually played and I've, Enjoyed it immensely. And this is Embarcadero. Whoops. You, this Embarcadero. is not the first time you've talked about this on the show. It's not. And there's a reason why, because I really, really enjoyed this game. Uh, talk about the unique themes. This is, an, hey, you know, this is the second, like, historical game I've got on my list. So I guess I'm in, like, an educational mood these days. You uh, know what? Embarcadero. Before you go on, I've heard yeah. you talk about this before. You definitely should talk about it, because I know it's awesome. It was awesome when Shane mm-hmm. covered it, too. I'm thinking yep. about risking everything and dropping out of the stream and then coming back in to see if that fixes me. Should I do you it? You know what? Yeah, go ahead, go ahead and do that, because I can talk while uh, you, you take a little break here and come back. Okay. I will be okay. right back, folks. Okay. Uh, so, well, we'll take care of things. All right. All right. So, friends, you've got me for the next couple of minutes as, as uh, we get Rado back here. We're going to improve the quality of the stream. Thanks for hanging out with this Embarcadero. Oh, my gosh. This is a game of – it's based on actual history, right? San Francisco, around the turn of the 20th century, you know, ships were coming in, delivering goods and a uh, bunch of other stuff, right? And entrepreneurs at that time took advantage of this. And as the ships came in, they started building on top of the emptied ships. And they built they built upwards and outwards. Oh, it's so good. In the game, it's hand management, area control, and – my favorite thing about this game is you have five cards per round that you're playing. But as you play them, you have to, you're going to give it up, obviously. And then you're going to have to draft another one in your hand, but you have to pay for it. So you're managing resources at the same time. And oh, here, here's Ron. I'm going to get him back. So let's see if this does the trick. Hi. Hooray, welcome back. I'm back. Let's see. I, am I still moving very chop? I should not do that because that's just going to confuse things. <laughs> I don't know if that fixed it. I should have rebooted my router. I normally do that before live shows, but I just totally yeah. forgot this morning. Arr. Anyway, no can, please continue. What were you saying? You were saying oh, you love Embarcadero. I, I do. I love I love this game. Uh, it's by uh, Adam Cunningham and uh, Ed Marriott, the team behind Scoville. So I really enjoyed Scoville. And this is nothing like Scoville, but the fact that, you know, they've uh, produced another uh, favorite game of mine uh, plays plays really plays into this because I just really enjoyed my play. Now, the reason why I would buy it today is because this is another one. This is three for three. That would be a hit with my gaming group now that we're coming together. And I've only played this at two. I want to play this at three and four uh, because, you know, mo- like most area majority games, I-, I feel like those are better, higher player counts because there's more, you know, you're still trying to, you know, work for those uh, different areas that you're trying to control and score points. So that's Embarcadero, folks, from Renegade Games on sale now at Fun Again Games. Awesome. Right. And if, uh, if everyone in chat, let, let us know how uh, Rado looks and uh, they, sounds. They have. On... I am okay. still rocking it 8-bit style, apparently. Uh, um, okay. C'est la vie. Uh, they're here for the content, not necessarily my pretty face. <laughs> so it, it, it's, it's all cool. It's all cool. So that was your number okay. five in Barcadero, which, yeah, yes. I mean, this looks so cool. But I just know it wouldn't be for us because of the area control. But, oh, my gosh. Yep. And I bet you anything, I would love playing it at a higher player count than two because it's really only at two that things kind of get really cutthroat. No, you know, at a higher player yeah. count, oh, I'm just doing this not to block you, but to do what I need to do. And I'm sorry you got blocked. Um, That's right. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah. And everybody loves it. Shay loves it. You loves it. Embarcadero, uh, number five. Yeah. Honestly, if you had asked me um, ahead of time, I would have guessed this was on your list, definitely. Because yeah. this is not yeah, the first you know time you've talked about it. Yeah, exactly. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, 
Leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's peanut butter cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. All right, well, we're going to move on to nine number four. And um, like I said right up front, I was definitely, as my list goes on and I get closer and closer to the one thing I must buy, I'm getting more and more cost conscious. I am no longer in the new releases section, which is what everything we've talked about so far, I think, is. I also, and I think you did too, went through their liquidation mm-hmm. section. because oh, There's there a lot is. of really good deals. Yep. And I found a bunch of stuff. And so the, uh, the one, I've, actually, I've got two. My number two and my number one are uh, on sale right now, hard discounts. So let's talk about the number four of the list, Voluspa, V-O-L-U-S-P-A. Voluspa. Voluspa. Oh, okay. Do you know it? Um, I've I've seen this. I've seen this before only because of the name of the designer. I love exactly Scott Caputo. This is a very early design from Scott from like 2013, 2014. And for folks who don't recognize the name, Scott is hot these days with, um, you know, Whistle Stop and Whistle Mountain. um, Oh, a Sorcerer City, uh, the 100 Tory. Uh, You know, Scott has really in a very short amount of time, just over the last few years, established himself as one of the premier tile laying designers out there um and voluspa like i said it was a much earlier game and it's actually really cool to see on the box it actually includes when i played this years ago this um the saga of edda didn't exist i had the original version so there's even more content in the box and it's only 13 bucks it's insane but what is it it's a tile laying game um where everybody's laying tiles to a center you're not building your own little private garden there's a public garden you have a handful of tiles that represent all the various gods and creatures and of norse mythology thor odin loki um you know uh trolls and um you know the 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 world tree i mean the snake all that kind of stuff and on your turn you're just going to take a tile and play it out to this growing collection of tiles carcassonne style and what this represents is an epic voluspa which is an ancient nordic tale we're building a tale um i actually went back and watched my run through of it this morning from many many years ago the first tile out was a dragon the second tile out was thor so the story is oh thor slayed the dragons but then trolls showed up and all kinds of stuff but the interesting thing is every one of these tiles has an numeric value. If you play high value tiles, a, t- a tile that is stronger than everything else in its row and column, you score that roll and column. That's the way you mostly make points. But if you have low tiles that aren't going to score anything because they're weak, like Loki, he's the lowest value. I think he's a one. So he's not going to beat anybody in combat, but he is the trickster god. And he actually obliterates anybody who's next to him. So, um, you know, you can like radically change the landscape with him. And other low characters, you know, characters who won't let anybody be next to them. Characters who literally pick up tiles and move them around on the board or tiles that cover up other tiles thereby eliminating the high value tile that was in the column so that all of a sudden oh now low value tiles can win in that column and um you know, ones that let you play multiples in a row lots of cool special effects wonderful evocative art um it is an abstract tile layer make no mistake about it but it's from designer scott caputo one of the best uh, most popular a tile laying designers working today. And this is an early super mega hit from him. And uh, yeah, I, I, I when I saw it at this price, I was like, yes, of course, of course. Yeah. I've never even seen this Edda thing that comes in. It, it, it wasn't included in the original. So it know. is, um, what was that? That's my number four on the list. Yes. Yeah. 
Scott Caputo. And it's always neat to like when you can find games at this price point that, you know, from uh, designers that you enjoy, because it's like you can sort of like see the evolution sometimes of their, you know, game design process, right? From one of these older designs. But this one looks, uh, this looks wonderful. I, I, I love tile lane games in this, you know, for 13 bucks. I mean, I, I'd be all over that. Okay. <laughs> I love the, so, uh, the, uh, the chat is saying, click, apply an audio filter to me so I can sound like an 8 bit character in addition to looking like one. <laughs> <laughs> love it so yep. you know along those lines so my number three we're, we're going where you're starting to look at the uh, uh liquidation section i have one as well and you okay. i don't know if you'll recognize this one Maf- mafio zoo ah rudiger dorn it's yes. a rudiger dorn and this is a remake correct me if i'm wrong of of yeah there it is right there on the screen louis the the uh 14th i yes. thought long and hard about this one too yeah. Okay. And uh, just like you, you know, your last choice, I picked this. I've never played this game, but again, I recognize Rudiger Dorn, right? Istanbul, Karuba, um, Las Vegas, and a bunch of other fantastic games he's put out. And I saw his name. I was like, oh my gosh, a game that's normally 44 bucks for under $20 by Rudiger Dorn. Boom. I mean, come put on. it in my cart. I yeah, mean, yeah, he is on one cart. of the premier designers that the industry has ever known. Istanbul, Goa. Yeah. Um, that's right yeah and and, and i believe louis uh, 14th does have a lot of love is it one of his earlier designs and as i understand it yeah. this one is not just a retheme with a uh, new art but they did actually tweak and enhance and evolve the gameplay too to make it a bit more modern as well right that, and that's what i heard too now again i'm not i haven't played it yet but um i know it's got some uh hand management right and you're trying to get uh, majorities and different uh different types in order to become the next member of the uh the little anthropomorphic gang here which i think it's hilarious i mean the, look at that art like it just makes yes. me laugh um yep, yep yep i mean i'm a i'm a fan of like the you know the mob movies like goodfellas godfather and stuff and just to see these animals like that i'm like okay I'm, i'll buy this game based on the cover alone it's hilarious <laughs> to me. Uh, but uh yeah so have you or did you play the original uh louis the 14th um i did many 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 years ago and i dimly recall it as i recall it is actually kind of a very focused area control type experience um with players you know there's like a a grid of it used to be the court of louis the 14th and you were trying to get your cubes on them and getting onto adjacent and there was like battles for control over the different characters and i assume that's been just rethemed into a mafioso battle so that was one of the things that made me hesitate just a bit because of course again jen and i aren't looking for area control skirmishes but i mean rudiger dorn is again one of the premier designers that and just look at this it looks lovely so yeah, a very good right? call i have to say yeah so that, that that's my number three i mean rudiger dorn uh you know uh, one of the the all-time great uh game designers that, that's why i'm picking this one as my number three uh top 10 games we buy right now yep yep okay um well then let's go on to the number two of the list and this one again is another um oh what's the word it's another Special liquidation. Uh, Thank you. Special, a liquid, right? liquidation yeah. title. Um, and it's my personal number one. It's the only thing I would buy if I was only buying one thing today on Fun Again. It's Xion, which is spelled X I A N. Oh, Xion. Okay. Xion. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Yes. This, I actually covered this game a couple of years ago. I think I had the original Italian version, and I guess it's then it got picked up and published by some. Oh, Matigo got picked up by Matigo for wider distribution. Oh, yeah. And at $18, this is one of the best games Jen and I played in a long time. It's a worker placement game that um, is all about players competing to contribute the most to the creation of the Terracotta Army. 
uh, you know, the, the mm-hmm. famous, you know, all the clay statues. And um, you can really focus on gathering the resources to build the uh, statues. But once the statues are built, you or somebody else can focus on the resources to actually paint them because they were originally painted or deck them out with real weapons in a set collection sub game that's going on. And, um, you know, it's got great components. Unfortunately, there's no pictures here, but the terracotta statues themselves are really, really neat looking. And um, as they start to fill up the board, it really feels like, oh, this is the terracotta army in miniature on our table. But the thing that really makes this game stand out for me is the design. Um, Every round, and the game takes place over six rounds, you are going to pick four cards, draw four cards from your deck. And then you're going to take two of those cards, one of them for the action it does, and the other one for the initiative, how fast you get to go. And um, and then on the next round, your, t- your other two cards that were left over, one of them, again, will be the action you do, and the other is the initiative. And initiative is everything, because you desperately want to go first. You want to be faster than anybody else, because this is a worker placement game with only four worker placement spots. And it gets Ooh. tight super fast. You can go to an occupied pace, but you got to pay to get in there. Plus, every round, there's always one space that is especially attractive, because that's where the the grand chancellor is or something like that. And he's constantly moving, making different opportunities. So of course the problem is, well, yeah, I, I, I got this thing that'll gather clay and I've got this other thing that'll make money for me. And that's a, uh, a three and a six. So um, I'll use the six, the money maker, and I'll get some clay. I'll go really fast. That's going to be awesome. Except by playing that six, of course, the faster the card, the better it is. I'm throwing away my best money making card. Um, and I still might not win because the ties aren't going to break in my order this round because there's a, a tie-breaking scheme too. It's very Feld-like in that regard. And um, it is from start to finish. And this game, you will only play 12 turns. Every turn, you're going to play two cards as you go through your deck. And that may not sound like much, but this is one of those games that just snowballs like crazy. It is amazing. You started out doing very little, but by the end of the game, you've mastered the palace, you've built several statues, you've claimed other ones, you've painted, you've done set collection. Um, it starts off very small, and it just balloons and balloons and balloons. But every step of the way, you are just racked with tension over which of these cards it's very gloomhaven gloomhaven has the same idea that hey okay. around, i'm going to play some cards and um i'm playing this card for the speed i'm playing these other cards for the action i do and how do i mix and match what's more important um so it has that kind of vibe going on but in a euro worker placement setting with really great components i don't understand why this is in a liquidation sale i mean this should be just should have been one of the most popular games that came out um whatever year it came out uh jen and i were both blown away by it that's my wow. uh, number two of the of the top 10 games I buy right now, Xion. Wow. Wow. That's, I mean, that sounds like something I'd be really into. I love the fact that you can play it in 30 to 60 minutes. Too, yes. Like, it, is a, those- it is a, it is a tight, fast, tension filled game. Um, you are sweating bullets from start to finish. Every, nice. every decision is agonizing with all the different compromises you have to make. Uh, 2017, yep. Rex points out, is when it came out. And okay. um, I guess Fun Again has a few extra copies lying around and they're ready to make them go. And right. um, for that one lucky winner of the uh, of the uh, fifty dollars gift certificate, I would suggest Xion. All right, so that's your number two. Now, the, my number one. Um, I'm going back to the liquidation section again, and this is going to be. I, I, I'm, I'm sure. I'm, uh, well, we're going to see if you if you had it on your list. Amon Ray, the card game. <sighs> yes. Yes. Uh, Ten dollars. Nine ninety nine. Ten dollars. Come on. Under, 
Yeah, that, that's like almost ridiculous. They're almost giving it away at this point. Reiner Kinesia. That's all I yes. got to say. Mm-hmm. I'm such a huge fan of his. You know, I've become more of a Kinesia fan. The longer I've gotten to, been into games, I've come to really appreciate his designs, right? Because mm-hmm. for the most part, his designs are like low rules overhead, yet tons of strategy behind. Like, I don't have to sit there on for most of his games. I don't have to sit there and read like a 30-page rule book. You know, he's usually got a couple of pages and... Amon Ray, um, I've not played the card game or the original. I am assuming you have, my friend. I have never played the original because it's a three-player minimum game. So I'd always skip it. But okay. I've heard nothing but great things about it. When Amon Ray, yeah. the card game, came out and it allowed for two-player gameplay, I was right. all over it. I still own it. I got this when I was in Malta. And when we moved nice. back to the States three years ago, I had to make a lot of hard cuts. I did not cut this. Mm-hmm. I kept it. It is an excellent game. that kind of captures, I guess, the Almond Ray gameplay and merges it kind of with the auction-y um, bidding tiles of uh, another Kinesia classic, Raw. Yep. Um, oh, because right. it's kind of like Raw, but instead of just getting whatever bidding tiles you want, you're kind of making your own little army of bidding tiles to use. Yeah. It's a brilliant, simple, fast, like always with a Kanichia game, elegant yeah. game with high stakes and really sharp design. Um, I, yeah. I do highly recommend it, yeah. Yeah, and this is, I mean, again, $10 for this quality of game uh, where, you know, I do like that really tense style of uh, auction or, or bidding, right, where you're limited. You can, you you build up your army, <clears throat> excuse me, you build up your, you know, what you can bid, and then you can't, you know, like a lot of, I think it's like High Society does this too, another one of his uh, bidding games where you can bid something, but you don't get change. Like, there's yeah. like what you bid, that's it. And so, and you're trying to make sure you have enough for future rounds and, you know, I think it's only a three-round game. Is that correct? A three rounds. Yeah, I think that sounds right. Like, yes. Yep. Yeah, three rounds, and um, you know, it's again, this is something I, I can't believe it's ten dollars for. A I know, I know. I mean, and, and there were plenty more too. I mean, I could have made my entire list um, yep. really good. Um, you know, exciting stuff from their liquidation list, but I did want to talk about some new stuff too because I'm same, very excited same. about those other games as well. <laughs> yeah. That's it. I think we have made now the definitive. Um, written in stone as of August 18th, 2021, the top <laughs> games, the top 10 games people should consider buying right now. That's, That's uh, what we yep. have done. All right. So, um, you know, I, I do, <laughs> I wanted to point this out too. Uh, let, let me, we, we need, we need to uh, share this. Let me, uh, what's that? What's that? Uh, this is true. The Fun Again Games logo, if you'll notice, it's got yes. this fun... I, I love this combination of the knight and the astronaut here. Mm-hmm. You have mm-hmm. your fantasy yeah. and your sci-fi, you know, mix in one. They they cover... They offer all kinds of games here, so... Why why would you be pointing this out, Ruel? Uh, you know, I'm, I'm wondering You're just a why fan would of I logos? point this out? I, I mean, wonder. Yeah. Why would I, I talk about logos? <laughs> um, well, I mean, what was, that? what was on the logo again? And we have an astronaut. And- ah, this there is it is, is astronaut. Oh, here's the thing. When we, we, we decided right before, we we're like, oh, well, we could do the night. But then people would say, well, is it night with a K or without? But here's a, here's a, here's the thing. It's hard to work in astronaut into casual conversation. It is. Yeah. Try- and I had every intention of doing it when we were talking about roll camera. Because oh. I was just going to mention, oh, and you can make science sci-fi movies with astronauts. And oh. I just completely forgot. And then, and I that knew the rest of my perfect. list had nothing to do with astronauts. And I was oh. hoping, oh, maybe he'll have something, maybe some kind of sci-fi thing. And I, know. Um, and I was like, I was dying here. I was like, oh, there's got. I I didn't pick any sci-fi games on my list. I'm like, oh, darn it. So <laughs> there it is. Yep. And we were running out of time. And I was hoping somebody in the Q and A would give us something. But nope, you're yeah. right. Um, in the end, folks, folks. 
Um, the secret word to win a $50 gift certificate from Punnigan Games is astronaut. Send that as your subject header to contest at rotto.com. You have until one week from today. You have until the 25th of August, um, 11 a.m. Uh, PST, which is what? 6 p.m. GMT. Uh, if, if you're seeing this after that, Please don't send me the email. I'm still getting emails from our first episode. Um, I'm still getting captain <laughs> emails to this day. And we're like, okay, that contest is well over. So again, contest at rotto.com is the email address. The put as the subject of the email, astronaut, and then whatever else you like, and you will be entered to win 50. And hopefully we gave you some good suggestions for what you should spend that 50 bucks on. Yeah. Okay. Now we've uh, done just it. To, well. Just to make sure, um, just real quick, um, the is it case sensitive? Can it be all caps or does it matter? It's, uh, um, my 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 thing does not care. It takes anything with an astronaut. Great. Okay. Yep, yep. Good luck, everybody. There it is. Contest at rattle.com. Good luck to everyone. We will be drawing a winner next week. Okay. So let uh, me so, go over here. Uh, is it time for our award-winning segment, Ruel Ranks? Oh, did it win awards? <laughs> um, well, I, I think highly of it. So it's Thank it's won you, my yeah. heart. How about that? Oh, okay. And that's what we're all about, folks. We're all about winning each uh, everyone's hearts out there. Let's yep. move on to the next uh, section here. Um, we're going to get this show on screen. Your, show us your show us your, show us there what it you is. Got. There's there's my collection, folks. And hey, if you want to find my collection online, you can go right here. My the Gaviola Game Library .com. You can yep, go yep, click yep. there. Which you and didn't so, go to, I see, because none of the pictures are on screen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did you notice that? I, I, was, I yep, had yep, this yep, set yep. up. I, I like, made this I special for you, man. I know. Um, um, and you call you named it the Gaviola Game Library, because apparently all his friends come borrow his games, and so everybody jokingly refers to it as the Gaviola Game Library. If you ever find yourself in Los Angeles, be sure to visit the Gaviola Game Library. He's giving stuff away. Come on um, over, friends. Yeah. Um, this was so my there, other. Just, there you go. Look I at that. Isn't that nicer? Isn't that nicer? Yes. Um, that, plus, it's sorted nicer. by your ranking, so we can skip all the stuff you've ranked and get to yep. the stuff you haven't ranked, because we're going to rank something today. This was my okay. other last-ditch effort. I was going to keep an eye out for a sci-fi game that you hadn't ranked. And oh. um, and, I, and that was a possibility. But, um, I mean, although Star Wars Imperial Assault. Why have you not ranked Star Wars Imperial Assault? That's weird. I haven't, I haven't um, Star Wars Trivia game. Oh well, okay. Yeah. Then I'm not going to make you do yeah. it now. Oh, what else have you yeah. got? What else have you got? Oh, steampunk rally is awesome. Ooh. Oh, oh, this is a good one. Okay, yeah, let's do this. Okay, I'm going to rank steampunk rally, friends, okay. because here's the thing, which has no astronauts in it, by the way. Right there. Uh, no, actually, no, no, there isn't. Uh, I was thinking, yeah. isn't there one in the in the the, in expansion? the expansion? I don't think yeah. so. No. Okay. I only played the prototype um, that, so it could be. I mean. I, yeah. I, I guess I could have asked, hey, wasn't there an astronaut in the expansion? I could have thrown that in. But we've already, that ship has sailed. All right. And we should yep. stop saying the okay. secret word because people have to get it from earlier. <laughs> right. Okay. This is this is a great one to choose because here's the thing. It's actually on my to-call list. Like, I, I may be calling this out of my Ooh. collection. Wow. Okay. So, okay. Oh, I okay. When I first played, I loved this game when it first came out. It, it actually yeah. it came out was he twenty fifteen. So that's around the time of like Scythe and all that. This this was like one of my top five games that year for sure, for sure. Um, it's an engine builder dice placement game. I love dice. And I love engine builders. So this had the best of both worlds. I'm not even a steampunk fan. Uh, the theme, but this one made me a steampunk fan. Uh, so this has a lot of 
really, uh, it just, it's a very sentimental game for me because, um, you know, uh, this was one of the first, well, maybe the first like 25 games I played when I got into the hobby. Uh, wow. Okay. So a huge yeah. nostalgia factor for you then too. Yeah. Then but why the thing are you is, What's the thing? I'm glad you asked. That's the the reason why I haven't played it in. Okay, I'm gonna look at my. Lo- there's again. I know I've logged it more than five plays. Yeah. But the last time I played it was 2017. That's four years ago. That just sounds like, like it. It's gathering dust and it wants some love. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, obviously you you haven't felt the need to, and you certainly had ample opportunity to. So what kind? What do yeah. you rank it then? Um, we're gonna go. It's still okay. So I'm not. I'm gonna. Let me see. It's gonna be. It's definitely in the sevens. I'm gonna yes. go. Seven point uh, again. I'm learning from you, Arado. Seven point. <laughs> uh, let's go seven point three three. That, that. I think he's that's, he's that's actually fair. actively trying to flog it. He's put in. Hey, I'm trying to upsell this in case anybody wants to buy it from me, folks. In case <laughs> here's the deal. I have it ranked too. This is another game that I had to think long and hard about. Am I going to move it back from Malta to America, halfway around the world? Oh. It stayed on my. Okay. I, it, it totally did. Uh, what am I at? I think I rank it as an 8.24. Um, oh, wow. As an, okay. I mean, because I have to admit, I mean, there are, it's rare that Jen and I find racing games that we really, really enjoy a lot. Yeah. And this one, I mean, because it's a racing game crossed with an engine builder where you're cr- building these crazy jalopies and tearing yep. them apart. And it, yeah. it has a little bit of, oh, I, I, I dropped an, Ill, an, uh, you know, an oil slick on the road and it messed you up, but not too terribly much. Right. Um, but mostly it's just really, more than anything else, about some of the most bonkers, brilliant engine building I have ever seen. And the, and yeah. the output of your engine is speed. So you can get across the, the finish line as fast as possible. Excellent right, game. Right. Darth Ed 77 yeah. knows what I'm talking about. He loves it. Okay, um, nice. Wade loves it. Um, yeah. I think everybody loves it except for you, buddy. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I, I love it. I just don't love it as much anymore. And you know, you're talking about like engine building and also uh, race games. Like from so after I got Steampunk Rally, like I got you know uh, Quest for Alvarado. I love that as a race game, right? Um, yes. A, another Canadian design. Uh, I would. Kubitos. I would accept. I would accept that you got rid of it specifically because it's been replaced by Cubito specifically. Yes. Or yeah, yeah, that makes sense. You yeah. can only have so many race games on your shelf exactly. when you have limited yeah. space. That's yeah. fair and enough. That's, that's that's why, but and it is I still think, a fantastic game. Oh, Cubito! If I if you had to for if I had to only own two race games, I would definitely keep Cubitos or Cubito. Yeah, yep. Cubitos. Um, I think I would keep this over um Kinesia's Eldorado. I think wow, I would. Really? I think I would. I wow. think this is a more compelling experience, and I think Eldorado Race for Eldorado is phenomenal as well. It, yeah. So beautiful. Okay. Yeah. Uh, we have seven minutes left on the clock, audience. Whoever's still here, ask us questions um, to, to This is your chance, friends. Let yep. us know. We've got a few uh, minutes to go. We're happy to answer questions. Let Ruel know he's wrong, and he should hold on to Steampunk and get rid of Eldorado. Um, Bring it, folks. Let me know why I should keep this. Although, Let me no, know. I mean, or, honestly, no, you should keep them all, quite frankly. I mean, those yeah, are three amazing yeah. games. Um, yeah. yeah, speaking of that, the, the racing game I didn't keep for kind of this reason is uh, Flamme Rouge. Oh, uh, really? Yes. Oh, Flamme Rouge is okay. a brilliant racing game, I love too. Flamme Rouge. It's yeah. so smart. But honestly, I mean, it just, it, it's, it plays it straight. You know, it's, it's a very simple, yeah. elegant, smooth game, but it doesn't yeah. have any kind of whirring, moving, cool mechanisms to it. It's just a very True. cool, smooth, elegant, simple game. Um, yeah. Yeah. Hey, our, okay, we've got our first question. Is there a limit okay. on names that I can use? Uh, questions, contests, uh, et cetera. Um, I don't know. I don't know, Gerard. I don't understand what he means. 
I, I don't get that either. Okay. Uh, Kabuki Kid asks, uh, Ruel, do you have chickens too? I do not have chickens. Have you ever had chickens? Did you have them growing uh, up or anything like that? I, I did not. No. Okay. No. All right. Yeah. Are you going to get chickens? Do you want to get chickens? Well, after seeing, uh, was it Amber? Is that the name of the that chicken? That was Amber, yes. Uh, yeah. We missed last week. Uh, one of our yeah. brand new uh, four-week-old chicks, Amber, made a special guest appearance, and she was adorable. Um, I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, that none. Of, oh, actually, go back to that. Uh, okay. All the, when when I made this collage for last week's uh, sponsor, and th- those are all really nice looking professional shots, right? That one in the top left corner, that's us. Jen took that picture. Oh, oh, nice. That is Amber with her butt facing towards us, and um, <laughs> uh, three of the others. And I think the other one was actually under Buffy in that picture. Sorry, oh, it's not here or there. Funny. I imagine we've stalled enough. We probably got a few questions here. Favorite racing game says Daniel Kim. That's an appropriate okay. question. Um, favorite racing racing game. Well, I, right I, I'm now, gonna say it's probably three, two, one. We could probably guess three, yeah. two, one. Kubitos, right? Kubitos. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> that game is so phenomenal. That is going to make, uh, I think, a lot of top tens of the year come the end Agreed. of the year. Um, yeah. and, and you know, and, and and that's not to slack off automobiles, which was its predecessor. That was an excellent race game too. But oh my gosh, Kubitos is so great. Um, Kubitos, yes. Well, have you ever played Feudum? And if so, what are your thoughts? Oh, uh, that one I have not. Uh, thanks for the question, New American Underground. I have not played Feudum. I saw it a few times at my game group, and it was just one of those things I couldn't get over there. I was in another game at the time. The thing I've heard, the thing that I've heard though, is that it's a really rough teach. Is I don't know if have you played oh, really? that one, Rado? No, yeah, no, I've it's, heard it's, it's a pretty it's rough not teach. My, it's not my cup of tea, so I've just yeah. never really looked at it too close. I yeah. hear it's great. I've only heard great things. I'm surprised New American Underground says it's hit or miss. I thought it was a pretty universally loved game. But yeah. uh, maybe someday. Again, it's one of those things that I probably enjoy a lot more at a higher player count. Because when you're in right. two players, any kind of struggle just becomes zero sum. Anytime I can prevent you from getting points, that's the same as me getting points. That's not true at a higher player count game. That's a big reason right. why I'm so Care Bear, because I only play with my wife. <laughs> um, Care Bear. What else we got? Okay. Questions. Uh, let's see. Um, we've got you know, people talking about chicken. Oh, people love the chickens. All right. <laughs> Uh, Stacey Everdell asked, Ruel, how much Scythe have you played? Um, gosh, I love that game. I've only, uh, you know, as much as I love that game, Stacey, and uh, Chad, I probably only played it. I can't imagine playing it more than a dozen times or so just because it's, you know, it, it takes a while. And um, But I, I really enjoy it. I have played a couple times on online as well on the uh, uh, Steam uh, version. Uh, other questions. Um, watch. Wait, what? Watch it anywhere. Oh, question. Watch it. Yeah, from Monica. Monica says, watch an unknown game for three hours or playing an unknown game for three hours from midnight. The, is, is the name oh. of the game from midnight? Oh, watching. Yeah. Oh, oh, no. Okay. They're saying three hours until midnight, which is so uh, I assume she's saying it at uh, nine o'clock at night. Would you sit down uh-huh. to watch an unknown game or play an unknown game? Um, oh, because it, you're getting close to midnight. You're getting tired, I guess. Oh, oh, got it. That's my, I'm going to translate Monica's question into how well do you do after hours? Do you get sleepy? Do you be better off just, I'm just going to watch this rather than, oh my God, I have to stay awake and focus and play. That's my guess as to what she means. And answer that that question. Answer that interpretation of that question. So I'll answer that. I I would always, I'd 100% always pick play. I'd rather play, even if it's, even if I'm tired, like I'd rather play. But there are times when I would watch, so I'm going to take the the easy way out here and say it depends on my mood, how I feel. <laughs> I will not compromise. I will say watch. Both Jen and I, when we get to the evening, 
um, you know, we can play and we can enjoy games, but it significantly reduces our enjoyment of a game. The the okay. more tired we are, the more we're ready just to shut down for the day. And we yep. have several times tried to play games in the evening or at night. And, um, you know, Jen has walked away saying, well, that was just a piece of garbage. And I'm like, <laughs> I think you would have enjoyed that game if we had been playing it two in the afternoon. Um, yeah. and, I, and, I, and the same thing kind of happens to me as well. So, um, you yeah. know, after hours, I'd rather watch at double speed which is how I watch everything. Got it. That's um, fair. That's fair. Yes. Um, name uh, 91982 says, Ruau, are you exclusive to two-player gamers, Rado, or what is the common group number? Uh, I'm not. So, okay, my main gaming partner is my wife, Michelle. So I, we do play a lot of two-player games. Um, but I am normally um, in my gaming group before before the pandemic, there was a group of like four to six of us that would uh, get together. Uh, so I do enjoy uh, higher player account games. But, you know, with the pandemic and everything, of course, my main gaming group was going to be uh, my wife, Michelle, and our daughter, Lauren. So two to three players um, for this last year, mainly. Um, okay. What do you um, guys think about question, Wilds? Uh, my turn, my turn, my turn. Oh, yeah, uh, I was just going to, oh, yeah, go skipped ahead. skipped a good one um, from Felicitas. What was the game that was being played in the intro in the first five? The one with the chips? I believe, Felicitas, that um, you were referring to was Lost Explorers, which I filmed the run-through for yesterday. It should be going live on um, on the 21st, I think, if I recall correctly. And it'll answer the question, what did I think of it, seeing as how Z Garcia, the Dice Tower, destroyed it? Oh, he ripped it apart. Oh, um, really? So um, you'll be able to get a counterpoint on the Lost Explorers gameplay when my video goes up in a few days. Interesting. He he yes. really did not enjoy it. Oh, okay. he uh, he had he, <laughs> he liked the box art. I think that was wow. the only nice thing he had to say. <laughs> okay, uh, we got we got time for another question or two. Um, let's see. Right. Is it Re- Recycler Shoe asked favorite dice chucker? Oh, favorite dice uh, chucker. Oh, oh, you know, oh, I'm gonna go- oh, 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 yeah, I know. Easy. That's easy. But go on. I'm going to, well, I, I obviously I could say Kubitos right now, but no, I'm going to pick a classic. Well, in my eyes, a classic uh, role for the galaxy. I that is exactly what I was going to say. That's exactly, Are you exactly what I was going to say. This is freaky. Yeah. yeah. Wow. We have the really? same background. I, we love the same uh, things. Oh my God. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's just classic. I mean, you get that cup, you get a yeah. fistful of dice and you know, chunk, chunk, how, chunk how can I slam. Yeah. yeah. Slam yeah, it yeah. on there. Yep. And then when yeah. you're done with your turn, you put your cup over so everyone knows your turn. You're you're ready to go. Love, love, roll for the galaxy. Um, Joshua asks, "What game have you spent the most cash on over the years?" Ooh. I have two answers for that. Um, one is Magic: The Gathering, because mm. back in the day, I got bit I got bit hard by that bug so much so I got a retail license in the state of Washington so I could buy cards by the case. <laughs> Oh, no, um, really? Yeah, just oh so that I could open them up. Because I don't know if you remember the old school magic. When you went to, into the store to buy booster packs, their packaging used to be white. And if you could take it, the third card, I believe, was the rare. And so if yeah. you're really careful, you could push the third card up and then hold <laughs> the plastic tight to see yep. what rare was going to be in there. And oh I can't tell you how many hours I spent doing that, going through my case upon case upon case. Although it did bite me in the end because... I don't know how many boxes of fallen empires I have um, in storage down at my sister-in-law's house in California. That was not a wise investment, all the fallen empires. Nobody wants any of that stuff. Um, So I spent a lot there. But on the flip side, though, that doesn't count because I made so much money off of that. It literally helped us make a down payment on a house when we moved to Oregon many, many years ago, back in the the 90s. That was how big it was back then. So I think my more modern answer is probably going to be Edge of Darkness from AEG. 
Oh, yeah. um, because I bought the base, I backed the first expansion, and I just yesterday backed the second expansion. It's online because the thing about Edge of Darkness is it is not available at retail. You, it's a, a Kickstarter exclusive. Jen and I love that game. I will keep on buying, and it's spendy. But there, there's a lot of goodness in that game. So I think that's mine. And I'm giving you enough yeah. time. What is the most you spent on games? Uh, probably uh, either Scythe or Blood Rage. Just with again, mm-hmm. I wasn't original. Mm-hmm. I wasn't an original Kickstarter backer for either of them, so I was buying it piecemeal, and it just adds up. And you have to get the realistic resources, the token, uh, the you know metal coins. And with Blood Rage, they you know I I did all the expansions, you know all the little extra minis, and I even back I, I did back this the latest um, expansion where you get the the actual expansions, and then you are actually backing the digital version of the game too. So. Yeah, both of those I've spent a ton of money on because I I love both those games. Okay. Oh, man, we are over time. In the future, we have to tell people to warm up their Q&As like five minutes before we get to it. Because all the I mean, I'm just looking. There are so many good questions that I would love to answer. But, folks, we are out of time. It is time to go. Bring those questions back next week um, when we will be here. Uh, uh, same uh, same Rado time, same Rado channel, noon PST, uh, 7 um, GMT, and we'll be talking about games once again yeah. and yeah. Uh, having a good old time and just being shocked how we were apparently separated at birth almost every single step of the way. <laughs> That's I'm freaking right. out. Brothers from uh, different mothers. Um, yes, indeed. Friends, thank you again for hanging out with us for the R&R show. We will be back, as Rado said, live next week, noon Pacific. And um, I can't wait to talk about games with you again, my friend. And yeah. until then, have a great week. Indeed. And um, let me throw it back up there. One last final thanks to our sponsor of the show, Fun Again Games. Yes. Um, I want to thank them. Yep. And there we go. Thanks for watching, everybody. See you next week. Talk to you later. So long. Hit that button, Ruel. Bye-bye.